Hello and welcome to Meditation to Transformation. This is your host, Pastor Sandy Mays. Today we are going to change the way that we think about food. We're going to change our eating habits and break the hold of any food addictions from our lives. Bring our whole body into discipline and create the right vision of ourselves, the vision of the person who is in balance, the person who is under discipline, under control, the person who eats only when they're hungry and stops when they're full. We are going to meditate today. Meditation for weight loss. So let's get right into it. Galatians chapter 5, verse 24 through 25. And the King James Bible says, And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Galatians chapter 5, verse 24 through 25 in the Amplified Bible says, And those who belong to Christ Jesus, the Messiah, have crucified the flesh, the godless human nature, with its passions and appetites and desires. If we live by the Holy Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. If by the Holy Spirit we have our life in God, let us go forward, walking in line, our conduct controlled by the Spirit. Galatians chapter 5, verses 24 through 25, in the New Living Testament says, Those who belong to Christ, Jesus, have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's way in every part of our lives. Galatians chapter 5, verse 24 through 25. And the Message Bible says, Among those who belong to Christ, everything connected with getting our own way and mindlessly responding to what everyone else calls necessities is killed off for good, crucified. Since this is the kind of life we have chosen, the life of the Spirit, let us make sure that we do not just hold it as an idea in our heads or as a sentiment in our hearts, but work out its implications in every detail of our lives. Galatians chapter 5, verse 24 through 25 in the Darby translation says, But they that are of the Christ have crucified the flesh with the passions and the lust. If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. Galatians chapter 5, verse 24 through 25, in the Bible in basic English, says, Those who are Christ have put to death on the cross the flesh with its passions and its evil desires. If we are living by the Spirit, by the Spirit let us be guided. Let's close our eyes now and say this after me. Father, I am of Christ, and I have crucified my flesh with the affections and lust, and I live 
in the Spirit, and now I am walking in the Spirit. Father, I belong to Christ the Messiah. The evil desires, the godless desires to overeat, to think of food and lust after food, no longer have place in my life. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Father, I have cast off appetites and passions and desires for food. And I eat only when I'm hungry. And I stop when I'm full. For my appetites are controlled by the Holy Spirit. I'm walking and eating by the power of the Holy Spirit. Controlled by the Holy Spirit. For my body does not leave me. I am a spirit. I have a soul. And we live in this body. And my body does not control me. I control it. My appetites and my desires do not control me. I control them. In the name of Jesus, I'm not given to lust for food. I'm not given to addictions, not for meats, not for any food on this earth. For Father, your word is my food. I feed my spirit your word. And I feed my body only when I'm hungry and I stop when I'm full. I have crucified my flesh. My flesh is under control to my spirit. The sinful desires of lust and passion for food are broken off, crucified, removed from my body and from my flesh. My spirit is leading my appetite, leading me when I eat. I wait until I am physiologically hungry, and then I eat. In the name of Jesus, for my body is under complete submission and control to my spirit. In the name of Jesus, I'm not passionate. I'm not thinking and lusting and dreaming about food. But I think of your word, Father. Food does not give me peace. I don't feed my body to give me peace. But I feed my spirit to give me peace. Therefore, my body is under control. My body is under submission. My emotions are under submission. My appetites are under submission. Controlled by my spirit. Controlled by the power of your word. I never overeat. I'm never gluttonous over food. I'm never given to appetite. I eat my food slowly calmly chewing my food, not gobbling it down or swallowing it whole. But I stop and I chew my food slowly and I swallow my food listening for when the hunger signal stops, listening for when the full light in my body comes on. 
in the name of Jesus because I'm not given to lust. I'm not given to appetite. I don't overeat. I don't gobble my food. I'm not in a rush. I'm not anxious about food, but I eat calmly and slowly, chewing my food, swallowing my food, and I stop when I'm full, politely full, because I don't lust after food. I'm never given to appetite. I don't dream about food. Food is not my source of emotional gratification. It is only to feed my body for nutrition in the name of Jesus. For I've crucified my flesh and it's under complete control to my spirit in the name of Jesus. Proverbs 23 verses 1 through 3 in the King James Bible says, When thou sittest to eat with the ruler, consider diligently what is before thee, and put a knife to thy throat. If thou be a man given to appetite, be not desirous of his dainties, for they are deceitful meat. Proverbs 23 verses 1 through 3 in the Amplified Bible says, When thou sittest down to eat with the ruler, consider who and what are before you. For you will put a knife to your throat if you are a man given to desire. Be not desirous of his dainties, for it is deceitful food offered with questionable motives. Proverbs 23 verses 1 through 3 in the New Living Testament says, While dining with the ruler, pay attention to what is put before you. If you are a big eater, put a knife to your throat. Don't desire all the delicacies, for he might be trying to trick you. Proverbs 23 verses 1 through 3 in the Message Bible says, When you go out to dinner with an influential person, mind your manners. Don't gobble your food. Don't talk with your mouth full. And don't stuff yourself. Bridle your appetite. Proverbs 23, verses 1 through 3 in the Darby translation says, When thou sittest to eat with the ruler, consider well who is before thee, and put a knife to thy throat. If thou be a man given to appetite, be not desirous of his dainties, for they are deceitful food. Proverbs 23, verses 1 through 3 in the Bible in basic English says, When you take your seat, at the feast with the ruler, give thought with care to what is before you and put a knife to your throat. If you have a strong desire for food, have no desire for his delicate food, for it is the bread of deceit. Proverbs 25 verses 27 through 28 in the King James Bible says, it is not good to eat much honey. So for men to search for their own glory is not glory. He that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. Proverbs 25 verses 27 through 28 
In the Amplified Bible says, it is not good to eat much honey. So for a man to seek their own glory causes suffering and is not glory. He who has no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. Proverbs 25 verses 27 through 28 in the New Living Testament says, It is not good to eat too much honey, and it's not good to seek honors for yourself. A person without self-control is like a city with broken down walls. Proverbs 25 verses 27 through 28 in the Message Bible says it's not smart to stuff yourselves with sweets, nor is glory piled on glory good for you. A person without self-control is like a house without its doors and windows knocked out. Proverbs 25 verses 27 through 28 in the Darby translation says it's not good to eat much honey and to search for weighty matters is itself a weight. He that hath no rule over his own spirit is as a city broken down without walls. Proverbs 25 through 27 in the Bible in basic English says it's not good to take much honey. So he who is not looking for honor will be honored. He whose spirit is uncontrolled is like an unwalled town which has been broken into. Let's close our eyes now and say this after me. Father, in the name of Jesus, when I go out to eat, I maintain complete control over what I eat. Father, I look at what is placed before me. And Father, I eat with control, not with a gluttonous appetite. Father, I eat only what is sufficient. I don't gobble my food. I don't talk with my mouth full. I don't stuff myself, but I bridle my appetite. For I am in complete control over what I see on that plate. Father, I eat only what is sufficient. I maintain control over all of my appetites, all of my desires. For I'll not be deceived. I'll not be taken in by any deception, not by men, not by food. Father, I thank you that I put a knife to my throat and I eat only what is sufficient. For Father God, your word is my food. Your word feeds my spirit and natural food feeds my flesh. Father, I eat only what is sufficient in the name of Jesus. I don't eat too much honey. Father, I'm not seeking after the pleasures of sweets, the pleasures of desserts, of candies and cakes and cookies. Oh, Father, I thank you, Lord, that I have complete control over what goes in my mouth and what comes out of my mouth in the name of Jesus for my life is governed like a city with secure walls 
not broken down walls, not walls that are invaded by lust and passion for food, for sweets and desserts and candies, not a town that has no protection, but Father, my life is governed and protected by your power, by the power of the Holy Spirit, disciplining my desires, disciplining what goes in my mouth. Father, I taste, but I don't stuff myself. I taste, and I chew my food slowly. I taste what is in my mouth, and I swallow in the name of Jesus, I don't gobble my food. I never swallow my food without chewing it, without tasting it, for I don't practice the ways of gluttony, but I practice the ways of discipline, the ways of the city with walls. My life is secure. My life is disciplined. My eating is disciplined. My desires for food are disciplined. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Proverbs 25, 16. In the King James Bible says, Hast thou found honey? Eat so much as is sufficient for thee, lest thou be filled therewith and vomit it. Proverbs 25, 16. And the Amplified says, Have you found pleasure sweet like honey? Eat only as much as sufficient for you, lest being filled with it, you vomit. Proverbs 25, 16. In the New Living Testament says, Do you like honey? Don't eat too much, or it will make you sick. Proverbs 25, 16. In the Message Bible says, when you're given a box of candy, don't gob it all down. Eat too much chocolate and you'll make yourself sick. Proverbs 25:16 in the Darby translation says, Hast thou found honey? Eat so much as is sufficient for thee, lest thou be surfeited therewith and vomited. Proverbs 25:16. And the Bible in basic English says, If you have honey, take only as much as enough for you, for fear that, being full of it, you may not be able to keep it down. Mark 11, 23 and 24. And the King James Bible says, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thy cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Mark 11, 23-24, and the Amplified Bible says, Truly I tell you, Whoever says to this mountain, Be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, 
but believes that what he says will take place, it will be done for him. For this reason, I'm telling you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe, trust, and be confident that it is granted to you, and you will get it. Mark 11, 23-24, in the New Living Testament, says, I tell you the truth, you can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. You must really believe that it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray anything, and if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. Mark 11, 23 through 24, and the Message Bible says, and nothing will be too much for you. This mountain, for instance, just say, go jump into the lake. No shuffling or shilly-shallying, and it's as good as done. That's why I urge you to pray for absolutely everything, ranging from small to large. Include everything as you embrace this God life, and you'll get God's everything. Mark 11, 23 through 24 in the Darby translation says, Verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou taken away and cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe that what he says takes place. Whatever he shall say shall come to pass for him. For this reason I say to you, all things, whatsoever you pray for and ask, believe that ye receive it, and it shall come to pass for you. Mark 11, 23-24, in the Bible in basic English, says, Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and be put into the sea, and has no doubt in his heart, but has faith that what he says will come about, he will have his desire. For this reason, I say to you, whatever you make a request for, in prayer, have faith that it has been given you, and you will have it. Let's close our eyes now and say this after me. Father, in the name of Jesus, as I have found honey, I eat only what is sufficient for me, for I'm not given to appetite. Father, I don't take pleasure in honey, but I eat only what is sufficient, and I refuse to be filled with it till I vomit. Father, I thank you that I don't gobble it down, but I only taste it. I only take what is sufficient, eating it slowly, and in control at all times. Father, I'll not be filled until I'm made sick with it. I refuse to overeat. I refuse to stuff myself. I refuse to fill my stomach with chocolate and cookies and candy and ice cream and pie. But Father, I am a disciplined eater. I eat only what is sufficient. I eat in small amounts. I eat in controlled amounts. And because of that, I can eat whatever I want. 
because I'm not given to gluttony. Father, I speak by the power of Mark 11, 23 and 24 to the mountain of gluttony, to the mountain of the desire to overeat in my life. And I command it to be removed from my life and cast into the sea. I refuse to live my life bound by gluttony, bound by lust for food, bound by overeating. Food is not my entertainment. Food is not my pleasure. Father, you are my pleasure. Your word is my food. Your word is my source of strength, my spiritual strength. And I only eat as was sufficient for my natural strength, Father. In the name of Jesus, I speak to the mountain of overeating in my life. I speak to the mountain of lust for food and sweets and honey in my life. And I say, you are removed from me. You are cast into the sea. In the name of Jesus, I am no longer given to appetite. I am no longer given to overeating. I am no longer filled with desire continually for sweets, for desserts, for honey, for pies and cakes. They no longer have a pull on my life. In the name of Jesus, when I walk into a restaurant, when I walk into the kitchen, when I walk into the dining area, and I am not hungry, I don't eat just because other people are eating, just because it's there. I have no pull on my flesh. I have no pull to eat it if I'm not hungry. If my stomach is not empty, I don't eat. I don't eat because the food is there. I don't eat because I'm drawn into it because of its appearance. I don't look at it and want to eat it. Oh, there's no pull on my flesh. Food does not excite me. For I eat only when I'm hungry. I eat only when my stomach is empty. For the mountain of lust for food has been removed from my life. I receive it. I take that now. I receive the power by the word of God to be a disciplined eater. I don't get excited when I see food. I don't get excited when I see meats, when I see breads, when I see chips, when I see pizza. There's no excitement for food. There's no excitement or pull for I eat only what is sufficient. Your word is what excites me, Father. Life is what excites me, Father. Your peace is what excites me, Father. I don't eat for entertainment. I find no entertainment in eating. For food is my source of natural strength. Not for pleasure, not for entertainment. Father, I don't eat when I'm tempted to be afraid. I don't eat when depression tries to come against me. I don't eat when I don't know what to do or where to go. I don't eat when I need wisdom, but I eat only when I'm hungry. 
and I eat only what is sufficient. For as soon as the light goes on that says I'm full, I stop eating. Oh, and I don't look at that food. I don't linger over food. I don't begin to lust after it. I don't begin to eat when I'm not hungry. But I walk away from it, Father, for there's no pull on my flesh. I've spoken to it according to Mark 11, 23 and 24. The mountain of lust for food is removed from my life. I'm free from it. I'm not desirous of the dainties, of the sweets, of the desserts. I'm not desirous of the meats. Oh, Father, I thank you for the, the place of discipline, the place of control that has come into my life. Father, I eat only when I'm hungry, only what's sufficient, and I chew my food slowly. I'm never gobbling my food down. Father, because I'm not gluttonous, I'm not trying to drive it all into my mouth at one time, but I eat slowly and in control. I eat discipline in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Glory to God in the name of Jesus. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. And the King James Bible says, What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and you are not your own. For you were bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20 in the Amplified Bible says, Do you not know that your body is the temple, the very sanctuary of the Holy Spirit, who lives within you, whom you have received as a gift from God? You are not your own. You were bought with a price, purchased with the preciousness and paid for, made his own, so that honor God and bring him glory in your body. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 through 20, and the New Living Testament says, Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you? and was given to you by God. You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a high price, so you must honor God with your body. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 through 20, in the Message Bible says, Or didn't you realize that your body is a sacred place, the place of the Holy Spirit? Don't you see that you can't live however you please? Wandering what God paid such a high price for, the physical part of you is not the sum piece of property belonging to the spiritual part of you. God owns the whole works. So let people see God in and through your body. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 through 20 in the Darby's translation says, Do you not know? that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, which is in you, which you have of God, and ye are not your own. 
for you have been bought with a price. Glory now then God in your body. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verses 19 through 20 in the Bible in basic English says, or are you not conscious that your body is the house of the Holy Spirit which is in you and which has been given to you by God and you are not the owners of yourselves for a payment has been made for you. Let God be honored in your body. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 2. And the King James Bible says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 2 in the Amplified Bible says, I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, and I beg of you, in view of all the mercies of God, to make a decisive dedication of your bodies, preceding all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external, superficial customs, but be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideals and its new attitude, so that you may prove for yourselves what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in His sight, for you. Romans chapter 12 verses 1 through 2 in the New Living Testament says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all He has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind He will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship Him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 2, and the Message Bible says, so here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, your eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can ever do for Him. Don't become so well adapted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. 
Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what He wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 2, in the Darby translation says, I beseech you then, brethren, by the compassions of God, to present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your intelligent service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 2 in the Bible and basic English says, For this reason I make request to you, brothers, by the mercy of God, that you will give your bodies a living offering, holy, pleasing to God, which is the worship it is right for you to give. And let not your behavior be like that of this world, but be changed and made new in mind, so that by experience you may have knowledge of the good and pleasing and complete purpose of God. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 2, and the Bible in basic English says, For this reason, I make request to you, brothers, by the mercies of God, that you will give your bodies a living offering, holy, pleasing to God, which is the worship it is right for you to give Him. And let not your behavior be like that of this world, but be changed and be made new in mind, so that by experience you may have knowledge of the good and pleasing and complete purpose of God. Let's close our eyes now. Oh, and worship Him. Lift your hands to the Lord and worship and say this after me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I acknowledge that my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit lives within me. I have been bought with the price. This body, my body, my appetite is not my own, for I am bought with the price. And now, Father, I glorify you in my body. I glorify you in my appetite. I glorify you in my discipline, eating. I glorify you because I never overeat. Father, I thank you that this body is the sanctuary, the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives within inside of me, who is alive within inside of me who is active and flowing within me. The Holy Spirit is alive within me, for I am bought with a price. I am purchased with the preciousness paid for and made your very own. Therefore, I'm honoring you, Father. I'm glorifying you in all of my desires. I'm glorifying you in my appetite 
for I only eat what is sufficient. I never overeat. Father, you are my utmost desire. Your voice, your presence, Father, is what I long for. Food is only my physiological need. But you are my utmost desire. Father, I only eat when I'm hungry and I stop when I'm full. I realize that my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit and I'm not given to gluttony. I'm never given to overeating. I'm never given to lust for food. I'm not given to uncontrollable eating and ravenous appetite. I am a disciplined eater. I eat only when I'm hungry and I stop when I'm full in the name of Jesus for I am a living sacrifice my body is a living sacrifice and I glorify you in every physical part of this body everything in this body is in balance glorifying you my appetite is in balance my body weight is in balance my hunger is in balance I am controlled controlled by the power of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father, for your presence, for the Holy Spirit is in control of me in every area of my life, controlling my thoughts, controlling my imagination, controlling the thoughts of my brain, controlling my hunger controlling my body in the name of Jesus. Oh, I worship you, Father. I'm conscious of your presence. I'm conscious of the Holy Spirit. Even when I eat, as I chew my food, I'm listening to my body. I'm listening for that hunger signal going off. I'm listening to that satisfaction signal coming on when I'm politely full, never stopped. Oh, I never have to unbutton my clothes. I never bloated from overeating. Oh, but my body is under control. Control of the Holy Spirit. I never am given to gluttony. I thank you, Father, for you purchased me with the precious body and the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm glorifying you in my body. My body is the perfect weight. Oh, I thank you, Lord, that my body is not a refrigerator. It does not store up food. It is not storing up excess fat. I don't eat for pleasure. I eat only when I'm hungry. I stop when I'm full, for I meditate your word day and night. Your word is my light. Your word is my strength. Your word helps me in the name of Jesus. For Father, I am not conformed to this world, but I am transformed by the renewing of my mind as I meditate upon your word, as I think and imagine your word, as I see the power of your word within me and upon me and flowing through me. My life is proving 
the good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. I am living in the good and acceptable and the perfect will of God in my appetite, in my weight, in my weight control, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father. This body is a living sacrifice. I surrender my body to you by the mercies of God. I make a decision right now to dedicate my body, all of my members, all of my faculties as a living sacrifice, holy and devoted and consecrated to you. Oh, my body is well-pleasing to you. My body is under subjection to you. This is my service and my spiritual worship, for I'm not conformed to this world. I'm not conformed to this world lust about food. I'm not conformed to overeating and, and eating at the buffets and stuffing myself. I'm not conformed to dreaming about food and lusting about food. I'm not conformed, oh, to dreaming about overeating. I'm not conformed to stuffing myself with food and excess. I'm not conformed, oh, to dreaming and lusting and thinking about desserts and sweets. I'm not conformed. Oh, but Father, I'm transformed. I am transformed. I have a transformed appetite. I eat only when I'm hungry. And I stop when I'm full. In the name of Jesus, I'm not given to the external, superficial customs of this world. I'm not given to the visions that television gives. Thinking of food and drawn into lust for food and overeating. Oh, but Father, my mind is renewed. My conscience is renewed. My desire for food is renewed. It's made anew. It's transformed into your desires. It's transformed into the disciplined eater, into the one who lives and proves what is acceptable and pleasing to God. For my body is the perfect weight. My waistline is the perfect number of inches. In the name of Jesus, there's no bulging and protruding fat rolls anywhere. My body is not storing up fat. My stomach, in the name of Jesus, is the perfect size. Oh, it's brought into submission. My stomach is not the size of five liter bottles of Pepsi, but it is the perfect size. It is the size of my fist. My stomach is under control, quickened by the power of the Holy Spirit. It is the right size. It is not the size of a gluttonous eater, but it is the size of the controlled eater, the one who's not given to appetite. For I glorify you, Father, in my body. Oh, in the name of Jesus, I don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world, but I am transformed. I am transformed. I am a new person. I've changed my thinking about food. I've changed my thinking about appetite. I thank you, Father, for you are my strength. The Holy Spirit is quickening my thoughts right now, quickening my desires, quickening me. In the name of Jesus, my ordinary everyday life is quickened by the power of the Holy Ghost. My sleeping, 
my eating, my going to work, my walking around in life is all under control. An offering, a living sacrifice to the power of the Holy Spirit. I embrace what God has done for me. In the name of Jesus, I embrace what God has made available for me. And everything in my life is under control. Everything in my life is under subjection, conformed to God, not conformed to the world transformed to the kingdom of God, to the power of God, under the presence of God at all times. In the name of Jesus, now I'm proving what is good and acceptable and perfect in my body. In the name of Jesus, my weight is what's good and acceptable and perfect in the sight of God. Oh, my body is under subjection. My body is perfect. My body is strong. My muscles are strong. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father, for life, the life of God, the power of God, the control of God, the balance of God. Oh, in the name of Jesus, the transformation. My body is transformed. My thoughts are transformed. My appetites and desires for food are transformed. My eating habits are transformed. In the name of Jesus, I worship you, Father. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father. My body is under control. I eat and I chew my food. In the name of Jesus, I chew my food slowly. I chew my food. In the name of Jesus, tasting the food that is in my mouth, tasting the food, never gobbling my food. Oh, in Jesus' name, I'm conscious and under control to the Spirit, to the Holy Spirit in my eating, in Jesus' name. And I swallow my food. After it's chewed completely up, I swallow my food, in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father. I thank you for the power. I thank you, Father, that my body is a living sacrifice. My eating habits, my appetite is a living sacrifice unto God. In the name of Jesus. 1 Corinthians 9.27 In the King James Bible says, But I keep my body under and bring it into subjection lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. 1 Corinthians 9.27 in the Amplified Bible says, But like a boxer, I buffet my body, handle it roughly, discipline it by hardships, and subdue it, for fear that after proclaiming to others the gospel and things pertaining to it, I myself should become unfit not stand the test, be unapproved and rejected as a counterfeit. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27 in the New Living Testament says, I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27 in the Message Bible says, I'm staying alert and in top condition. 
I'm not going to get caught up napping, telling everyone else all about it, and then missing out myself. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27 in the Darby translation says, But I buffet my body and lead it captive, lest after having preached to others, I should be myself rejected. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27 in the Bible and basic English says, But I give blows to my body and keep it under control for fear that after having given the good news to others, I myself might not have God's approval. Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, in the King James Bible says, But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Matthew 4, 4, in the Amplified Bible says, He replied, It has been written, Man shall not live and be upheld and sustained by bread alone, but by every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. Matthew 4.4 in the New Living Testament says, But Jesus told him, No! The scriptures say, People do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Matthew 4.4 in the Message Bible says, Jesus answered by quoting Deuteronomy, it takes more than bread to stay alive. It takes a steady stream of words from God's mouth. Matthew 4.4 in the Darby translation says, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word which goes out through God's mouth. Matthew 4.4 in the Bible in basic English says, But he made answer and said, It is in the writings. Bread is not man's only need but every word which comes out of the mouth of God. Let's close our eyes and say this after me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father God, that by your power, I keep my body under subjection at all times, lest that after I preach to others, I myself should be a castaway. Father, like a boxer, I buffet my body I handle it roughly. I discipline it by hardships. I subdue this body so that after proclaiming the gospel, after proclaiming the truth, after preaching to others, I should not be declared unfit, rejected, and unapproved. I will not be seen as a counterfeit, for I am disciplining my body, training my body like an athlete. Train it to do what it should do. I train my body to eat properly. I train my desires of when to eat and when to stop. In the name of Jesus, I take complete authority over my body. I keep my body under complete submission so that it may glorify you in appearance and strength and discipline. Father, I thank you that my clothes look fabulous on me, Father. Father, I am in fit position, perfect weight. I'm keeping alert. I'm staying in tip-top condition. In Jesus' name, I'll not be caught napping, telling everybody else what they need to do and missing out myself. But no, my body is an example of your glory. My body is an example of your strength, of your discipline. My body is the example of 
of the glorious power of the Holy Ghost controlling it, controlling the habits, controlling the desires, controlling the practices, controlling my body. I buffet my body. In Jesus' name, I give my body blows, keeping it under control so that I will not be declared unfit. In the name of Jesus, I am not out of shape. I am not a counterfeit, but I am full of the glory of God. In the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you for your word. Your word is my strength. Father, I don't live by bread alone, but I live by every word that comes from your mouth. In the name of Jesus, I'm alive, full of life and strength and the light of life by your word, Father. In Jesus' name, I eat the bread that's sufficient for natural life, and I eat the bread that is required for spiritual life, for spiritual strength, much more in Jesus' name. I eat much more of the spiritual life, the spiritual bread of your word, filling myself up with spiritual life, spiritual strength, keeping my body, my natural body under submission. In the name of Jesus, I'm filled with life and strength and peace, the light of life. In the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you. Oh, that I don't live by bread alone, but by the words of life that come from your mouth, the words of life and truth that I read every day. Your word is forever in my heart. I meditate your word day and night, feeding my spirit, feeding my life, feeding my discipline, feeding the right appetites, feeding the right thoughts, feeding the right actions, feeding the right control, feeding the right ways of life through faith. Oh, Father, my life is being filled with your life, with your discipline, with your strength. Father God, we thank you today. I pray for everyone in the sound of my voice. I thank you, Lord, for your power, bringing weight loss, the perfect weight, the perfect discipline, the perfect control in their appetite, Father, the perfect control for weight loss in the name of Jesus, aside from pills and diets, Father, aside from the ways of the world that bring dependency and results that doesn't last. I thank you for by your power, by your word, by the strength of your word, by this meditation, I thank you for the supernatural weight loss with the results that remain forever in the name of Jesus. For more copies of this CD and other titles, please visit us at lbchonline.org and click on the meditation tab. You may order there. To order by telephone, please call us at 702-364-9041 or you may email us at meditation at lvchonline.org. Join me, Pastor Sandy Mays, every Saturday from 12 o'clock p.m. to 3 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time 
on Harvest Radio Network from Meditation to Transformation. The web address is harvestradionetwork.org. And thank you so much for listening to Meditation to Transformation for Weight Loss. God bless.